It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome in to another edition of Locked On Titans. I'm Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you tonight? Doing great. How are you? Doing well. Um, all right, so we're Titans by week, so uh, no Titans football today, uh, you know, which is obviously a little bit of a, of a letdown. But good. I think the bye week came at a good time for the Titans and a couple guys. You know, Corey Davis, Jonathan Cyprian, guys that have been out for a while, uh, expecting them back, and we'll have a better idea of their situations when we get the practice report for Monday. The Titans will be on the field Monday, so we'll learn a little bit about them. Um, and then you know, guys like Daniel Walker who had an injury in the Browns game, and, and hopefully you know the extra week gives him a little bit of time to rest up and, and be ready to be back. Hopefully, he wanted to miss a game. Uh, but the biggest thing today really was the Texans going to Seattle and, I mean, putting up a really strong game. Uh, Deshaun Watson with another, you know, another game where he filled up the stat sheet. Uh, the Texans ultimately come up short, and so they fall a, a game behind the uh, Titans and Jaguars, who are both off today. So they have, you know, still, I guess, sole possession of first place. But, Terry, what do you think about the Texans today? I mean, I think at this point they're the team – to beat as much as we hate to say it in the AFC South and that offense it, it, for Houston just looks really, really good right now. There's no doubt about it. Uh, it was a successful week for the Titans uh, just because they lost. But if you watch that game, you can't feel good about the Titans' chances to, to potentially beat the Texans down the road. Uh, this is That's the team you're going to have to beat. Uh, and I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, they're 3-4 and four right now. But, like you said, that offense is just humming right now. Uh, to see what they're doing with with a rookie quarterback and Deshaun Watson is just uh, pretty disheartening, honestly, as a Titans fan. Um, just, just kind of their wide-open attack. They were, they were throwing the ball down the field. Uh, they're just fun to watch. You know, we said for years, if the Texans had a quarterback that could really be something, well, now they've got one. Uh, and that's really just not good news. Yeah, and it's funny, you know, the um... – you know, the thing we were the most afraid of with the Texans was their defense at the beginning of the year um, because the quarterback situation was in the air. You know, they started the season with Tom Savage. Um, you know, everybody's hard here on, you know, Terry Robisky, uh, you know, the play calling, and they don't know what they're doing and all that stuff. And, you know, right now Bill O'Brien is a genius for tailoring his offense to his quarterback strengths. But keep in mind that at least for the first half of the first game of the season, he thought Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien thought that Tom Savage gave him the best chance to win, which obviously right now – looking back looks ridiculous um but for whatever reason i guess all nfl coaches have some blind spots but yeah i mean it's just crazy when you look at deshaun watson's passing line from today he's 19 of 30 for 402 yards so he completed 19 passes for 402 yards it's kind of crazy through four touchdowns and three interceptions so he's having a i mean he's having a rookie season unlike anything we've really ever seen uh, the the efficiency with which they're scoring touchdowns. I mean, the 19 of 30 is not, not exactly efficient. But the fact that he completed 19 passes and threw four touchdowns, I mean, that's just crazy. You you figure eventually it's got to regress back to the mean, right? But, I mean, he keeps doing it week in and week out, so we keep saying that, but it keeps happening. I mean, look at the, the lines for those receivers. DeAndre Hopkins, 8 for 224 and a touchdown. Will Fuller, 5. For 125 and two touchdowns. I mean, you know, the, the thing with Keyshawn Johnson, right? They used to say all he does is catch touchdown passes. Well, I mean, almost literally what Will Fuller, all he ever does is catch, is catch touchdown passes. I mean, again, five catches 
two touchdowns. He's catching, you know, touchdowns on 40% of his receptions. I mean, it's just crazy. But like you said, I mean, the offense is fun to watch. They're dynamic. They're obviously, um, you know, trying to do what gives them the best chance to win, tailoring their offense to Deshaun Watson's strengths. You still see some bad throws from him. I mean, a couple of those picks today were were just really bad throws. And there are other times where he just misses wide-open guys. But obviously he's doing enough to keep them in games. Ultimately, they came up short today. But, you know, that's going to happen when your defense gives up 41 points. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I just I don't feel real good about the Titans' chances when they face the Texans a little bit later on in the season. No, you don't. And But there's an opportunity there for the Titans. I'll say that. Uh, for as bad as, as we think they are right now, they're 4-3. and three. Uh, and they're they're not even close to peaking. So you know you, you kind of want to peak at the end of the season. Well, the Titans have a chance to do that, and they've got a chance to make things right here on the bye. But at the same time, you, you've you've got to take notice of Houston. You know, it's not just Watson, like you said. It, it's Will Fuller. You know, we we talk about T.Y. Hilton in this division as being that speedster, but Will Fuller is doing that and then some. Uh, he's really coming into his own. He's really making this offense pop. Uh, so you, you trot Fuller out there with his speed, and then you've got Hopkins on the other side. You've got Watson running the show. I, it's I'm not sure how to stop it. You know, it's it's the closest thing I've seen to a college style offense with a bunch of reads and RPOs and and consistent stuff from shotgun. Uh, Watson has all the reins back there, so it's impressive to see him doing what he's doing. Uh, and honestly, it, it you, you think they have to re- regress the mean, but I, I don't know. I, it's hard to kind of see them slowing down, especially after what they did in Seattle. You know, that's a really tough place to play, and, and they nearly knocked off uh, the Seahawks up there. So, uh, hats off to them uh, for for going for it. But the Titans got to figure it out. Yeah, and sometimes it takes you know a, a season for defenses that catch up with what a guy like Deshaun Watson is doing. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, second time through the division, um, you know, next year even, uh, to see, you know, if he's able to keep up this once the league has film on film on him and all that stuff. I, mean, I think the the biggest positive, I guess, for the Titans in this is that the, the defense did give up 41 points. We know they're without J.J. Watt and Winnie Merciless for the rest of the year. So, I mean, it, obviously that the, the thing that we were so afraid of with the Texans at the beginning of the year was their defense. Um, with those two guys missing, it's completely different than it was before. And they've been vulnerable through the air. Uh, so hopefully, you know, when the Titans play them, the Titans get them at home in the second matchup. So hopefully, you know, they can take advantage of of the 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 weakness on that side of the ball. And if they're going to give a bunch of points, they can score a bunch of points and, and win a game similar to what the Seahawks were able to do today. And, you know, back in the summer when we were talking about what we our expectations for the Titans and all that stuff, I mean, our expectations were that they were going to have to win shootouts. And so, I mean, from that standpoint, you feel at least okay about the Titans' chances against the Texans. But, you know, when you compare the two offenses right now, it's clear that one coaching staff is 100% committed to their quarterback and doing what he does best and playing to his strengths. And you've got the other coaching staff being the Titans that maybe is not necessarily there yet. Yeah, and, and you know, to me it just puts more importance on these, these games coming up for, for Tennessee. Like That game this week coming up uh, this Sunday is a game that the Titans have to go win. You know, They've dropped that game against against Miami, which 
to me seems like a game that we might just be looking back on, you know, late in December. Oh man, if we if Titans could have won that game, it, this would be a different story. Uh, you know, you want to avoid doing that here against the Ravens. Uh, and again, the Ravens are four and four. They're they're probably an average team in the NFL. But this is a, a team that the Titans should be able to outscore. Again, uh, we thought this offense could outscore people. Uh, this is a spot where they've got to go prove it. And, you know, we've talked about, uh, you know, beating the guys you're supposed to beat. Well, I'd say the Titans should, should probably beat the Ravens here. They're, they're the better football team, uh, especially potentially without Joe Flacco, who got knocked out of that Thursday night game with the concussion. So uh, we'll have more on that. Uh, as the week goes on. But, uh, Jimmy, does anybody on the Ravens really scare you? No, I mean, and that's the – I think that's the, I guess, positive to this game that, you know, we're, we're still I, – I mean, I guess we still feel worse about the Titans' defense than we do the Titans' offense, right? And, and so, you know, they're vulnerable through the air. That's where they've had the biggest the biggest problem so far. Um, you know, and the Titans have – I mean, the Ravens have got – Receivers like Jeremy Macklin, um, you know, they they still got Mike Wallace. I mean, those guys that, you know, have had good careers, were good players once, but are not as good anymore. And, you know, especially if we do get them without Joe Flacco, if Ryan Mallett is under center, you obviously feel a, a lot better about that. But even if it's Joe Flacco, I mean, I, I'm not – they don't strike fear in the heart, obviously. Um, and, and so, no, the defense is good. Uh, you saw what they were able to do to the Dolphins in that game Thursday night. So, I mean, you, you have to worry about that. But it, this is going to be one of those games where if Marcus Mariota can take care of the football, you feel really good about our chances. Now, you know, they scored, what, two or three defensive touchdowns against the Dolphins the other night. Um, you know, so if you if you run into a deal like that, obviously it's tough to win a football game when you do that. But I, I, I don't think you're, you're afraid of what their offense is going to be able to do. They don't have a good running game. They, you know, they go back and forth between Buck Allen and, and Alex Collins. Um, I mean, Collins looks like you know he's taking the lead on Thursday night, but then you know they, they kind of go back and forth every week. So yeah, I mean, nothing that you're really afraid of there. And like you're saying, I mean, this is the Titans are kind of coming to, into a stretch. They have a lot of AFC North. We're going to see them a lot over the next month um, in a stretch where they they can win some games. And hopefully, you know, push out to a lead in the division um, helps again that the the Texans did come up a little bit short today. So the, the Titans do have a full game lead on them at this point. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll have to see what the Jaguars do as well. But, yeah, this is not a game that I'm afraid the Titans can't keep pace in. But, you know, you just have to – you have that little bit of fear of can they take care of the football? Can they do enough to win against that? And the, the Ravens do still have a really good defense. Yeah, and again, just like seemingly with the whole league, it's a consistency issue. Yeah, you know, you look at at the Ravens and what they've done. They they lose to Pittsburgh. They lose by seventeen points. Then they go on the road and beat the Raiders. They drop two in a row, and, and then they win forty to nothing against the Dolphins. So, uh, you, we've talked about this a lot with the Titans. You know, which team are you going to get? That, that applies to the Ravens and, and really just about any other team in the NFL. Uh, so it's really hard to expect uh, to figure out what to expect from from the Titans uh, or the Ravens, honestly. But with that being said, it's you're coming off a bye week. There's no excuse not to come out of this sharp. Uh, hopefully, hopefully with Corey Davis uh, and Delaney Walker and Johnson Cyprian, some pieces back. 
uh, maybe that'll help. Uh, but there, there's no excuse to be prepared, uh, to be unprepared. I'm sorry, uh, and come out and really uh, play a sharp game offensively. Something that we haven't seen the Titans really do this season. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, maybe we are a little bit hard on them for their inconsistencies when, like you said, you look around the league and it seems like there's so many teams that just week in and week out, you're just confused as to, you know, that's not the same team that you saw the week before. Um, and the Titans have definitely fallen into that at times. Um, but if they can find that consistency, then, you know, hopefully that that could benefit them, obviously, in the second half. And, yeah, I mean, it really does come down to this offense. I mean, the defense, I would say, has been – Maybe even a little bit better. I mean, outside of that Texans game, the defense has been a little bit better than I expected them to to be. They're obviously still not, you know, a unit that's going to go out there and, and lock people down and, and you know, force a bunch of turnovers and not give up any points. But they've been good enough this year. Um, you know, if you look at the losses, I mean, the loss to the uh, to the Dolphins, I mean, the defense played obviously well enough in that game. And, again, like you said, it, it's going to stink if we look back on that game. And that's what keeps the Titans out of the playoffs, keeps them going to the division, whatever. Um, because the, there's, you know, I mean, in my mind, there's a zero percent chance they lose that game if Marcus Mariota is healthy. Um, no you know, doubt. that stinks, but that's 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 life. I mean, that, that's what what happens in the NFL. That's on the Titans for not having a better backup quarterback, honestly. But um, you know, yeah, the offense has got to find some consistency. And again, I mean, I wrote this past week, and we've talked about Corey Davis's return, and you know, it, we're all kind of holding our breath, hoping that he's able to participate 100% and practice on Monday um, and so that we'll get him back out there. At the same time, I mean, he's a rookie. He's only played a little bit over a full game. He didn't get to play at all in the preseason, missed most of training camp. So, I mean, I think our expectations for, for him at this point are maybe a little bit too high. Um, I mean, we saw what he can do. You know, he obviously had a really good game against the Raiders, and we know why they drafted him, you know, fifth overall, all that stuff. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're hoping that that, when he comes back, that, that helps, but yeah, I mean, I think that's the key for this team for the second half is find that consistency on offense. Hopefully they've taken this bye week to look at some things and figure out why the running game's not working, what they can do with that offensive line to get some push up the middle. Um, because I mean, I, I do think that they're not ever going to get away from wanting to be that smash mouth team. Uh, they just haven't been successful running the ball, and hopefully they figured out some ways to tweak the running game a little bit. I mean, look at like Buffalo, uh, for example. You know, they talked about they switched up their blocking scheme a little bit, and LaShawn McCoy was struggling early in the year. They came back from their bye in the last two weeks. He's got three touchdowns in, in two games. If not having, having a touchdown before that, ran for 151 today. So hopefully they can find something like that that they can at least mix up a little bit and get that running game going. Yeah, and, you know, it, it actually is a decent spot for the Titans. The Ravens really hadn't been that good against the run this year. Uh, I don't have the stats in front of me. Um, but they've surrendered plenty of yards on the ground. Uh, this is a team that I think uh, the Titans should be able to run against. Uh, I, I'm not going to call it a get-right spot by any, any means. But still, uh, you want to see four or five yards of carry. You don't want to see two or three yards of carry. Uh, and maybe it's just a matter of getting DeMarco Murray healthy. Uh, I don't think we've seen a healthy DeMarco this season. I think that hamstring has really lingered on more than the Titans are letting on. Uh, you know, he just doesn't look like the same guy. And he didn't get just get old overnight. I mean, I, he, he's getting up there, but still, that, that's not 
for me, that's not the reason why he's he's declining uh, so rapidly. I, I just think I think getting him fully healthy needs to be a priority. Uh, and, and even if he's not if he's not fully healthy at this point, you know, sit him out for a week. You know, you, you got to find a way to get that Demarco from last year uh, back on this football field because he's so valuable to this offense. Yeah, it's your point. Uh... The Ravens, 29th in the league, and I think that's go. coming into this week, 132.8 yards per game on the ground. So, yeah, I mean, it, it should be a spot where they come out. That's, that's weird, you know, to read about the Ravens defense. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just picture those those defenses from, you know, the early days of the Titans when, you know, they were they, – you couldn't do anything against them. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, a, a spot where they should be – you know, that, that's something that I'm going to be interested to see. Um, Monday practice. What what do they list DeMarco? Is DeMarco a full participant? Um, this this thing's lingered for him since August, um, which is a bit of a concern. Um, but yeah, hopefully he can be 100 percent because they need that two headed monster. They need they need DeMarco in here. As much as we talk about DeMarco versus Derrick Henry, you know who's better, who should be getting more. They need both guys to be good and effective. Um, and, and so hopefully we get that in the in the second half here and. You know, like you said, I mean, it, it, it's hard to call it a get-right spot. I guess at Ravens, even you still fear. Now, maybe you only fear it because of name. I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean, this is this is a spot where they need to they need to establish that, get get that going, and then hopefully throw off of that. Um, you know, and again, I would like to see them. And we, we've kind of beat this horse, but like, I would like to see them at least once come out and throw the ball early in the game, let Marcus get settled in. Um, you know, you know, get him going before you settle into that running game. But um, you know, if, if if hey, I hope that they find whatever Baltimore's weaknesses and attack it, and it looks like it's the run game. So if that's what it calls for this week, then absolutely, I hope that's what they do. Yeah, and maybe it's it's as simple as getting Marcus Mariota back healthy. You know, he he's been what is it? It's going on a month now uh, that that he's had this hamstring issue. Uh, so uh, maybe they want to make adjustments. Um, but maybe they're just not comfortable with it because Mar- Mariota is not healthy. Uh, again, against the Browns, that one run he had just did not look good. He he looked maybe fifty or sixty percent, maybe. Um, so uh, it's probably a little bit of of wanting to hide him uh, just while that leg heals, that that hamstring heals, uh, and not allowing him to do too much. So uh, maybe we see it open up. Uh, against Baltimore, but again, it doesn't feel like they're going to do it unless they're totally 100% confident in Mariota's hamstring. Absolutely, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully we'll get a practice report on Monday and everybody, Corey Davis, Cyprian, you know, to a lesser extent, but Corey Davis, um, Mariota, DeMarco, they'll all be, you know, full participants and we won't have that concern uh, that we've had over the last couple of weeks. Um, The only other AFC South game, uh, Jaguars were off as well the Titans, but uh, the the Colts went to Cincinnati and made a game of it. Um, you know, a late Jacoby Brissett pick six was what sealed that game for the Bengals. And, you know, they the Colts lost twenty four twenty three. So I mean, just again going to you know you just never know what's going to happen any given Sunday, right? Um, week in week out in the NFL. But um, so the Titans and Jaguars alone in first place at this point at four and three. Um, and, and so hopefully, you know, we can see that some of the Titans can build on. Uh, anything else that stuck out to you week eight around the NFL? No, that that's about all I got. I was kind of in Butch Jones hell, uh, just <laughs> monitoring the Twitter the Twitter sphere today. So 
maybe maybe we get some movement there. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm officially keep butch, you know, hashtag keep uh, butch. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, we can see that work out. But anyway, all right. So like I said, um, Monday, the Titans will be back on the practice field. Uh, you know, generally teams are not practicing on Monday, but the Titans coming off of the bye get that day. So we'll have a good idea tomorrow on, um, you know, what, what was able to, to take place, who was able to participate in all that stuff. And so we'll obviously have that news uh, for you tomorrow. We'll keep an eye on that and kind of how that goes. And then we'll look up a little bit more into the Ravens uh, as we go on this week. Anything else, Terry? That's all I got. All right, sounds good. Check us out, MusicityMiracles.com. Uh, that's that's where we write, and uh, we'll have a bunch of content there. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at MCM. He's t- at T. Lambert FB. Uh, we still do have the Pro Football Focus uh, promotion running. I should have mentioned that from the top. But if you rate and review the show on iTunes, leave your Twitter handle in the review. You're entered into a chance to win a year-long subscription to PFF. A lot of cool stuff there. So um, check that out as well. Uh, So for Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite college team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app, and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.